Episode 14. Run away if you see this at a club tryout. Let me give you a quote by Vince Lombardi. Winning isn't everything, but making the effort to win is. And I absolutely agree with this quote. Um, I think it stands out exactly to what I'm going to be discussing with you in a moment regarding club tryouts. Because especially now that the DA is closed, there's going to be some changes happening across the landscape of USU soccer. And um, whether you like it or not, it's going to require something different from you as well. Because not every program is going to get into this new MLS Super League for youth. There's going to be all the MLS clubs and some um, strong DA programs that probably had a full DA. Now, especially when it comes to club tryouts, this quote hits home. Because clubs that are going to make the effort are going to be the clubs that win. Right, so Vince says, winning isn't everything, but making the effort to win is. So when we look at club tryouts, let me run you through a scenario of what they typically look like. Right, what I would consider the bare minimum. What they're going to do is they're going to bring everybody in, have a quick discussion. They're going to line the players up after separating them by age groups. Give them pennies, put them in respective teams, do a quick warm-up. And then they're going to scrimmage the rest of practice or the rest of the tryout. And then you're going to have coaches stand on the side. They're going to be talking amongst themselves, probably laughing um, and having a good time. And then writing some notes down about players. And that is the average American youth soccer tryout. That's what it looks like. And it's completely false because they're not making an effort. To truly evaluate you. They're not making an effort to evaluate you. They're showing you they don't care. Let me explain to you why. Right? If a club is or an organization, whatever, is just going to have you do scrimmages. They don't get to see everything that you can offer. But you're probably thinking, why, Kyle? Why is it that A scrimmage isn't the only way to evaluate a player. Let me throw the question back to you. When you watch or when you you see players, how often are they playing games? Once a weekend, right? So probably every weekend, give or take. So they're training three to five times a week. And then they have a game. They're at training or should be at training more than what they're actually playing. So what that's telling me is, That the club doesn't care about you the same way that you would want to care about your development. Don't be fooled. If they actually care about you and care about developing players in general, they will train you during a tryout like they would train their team. Now, it's not going to be flawless. I'm not telling you that it's going to be a smooth process. It's not. But how do I know? It's because I've done it. When I run tryouts... For my club, we run training sessions. Do we have scrimmages? Yeah, we have scrimmages. But we actually run training sessions. Let me tell you why. We need to be able to see, from our perspective, then I'll give you a player perspective, how the player operates outside of the game. Because the game's a small fraction of being on a team. It's 15%. The rest of it is training... It's how you act off the field. 
It's how you act during training. It's how you prepare for games. Are you listening and taking in content? Things like that. So I need to be able to see how you train, how you interact with teammates. How are you doing water breaks? How are you during when I'm having a conversation with the group and I'm discussing the group about the next activity? Are you laughing and giggling? Or are you paying attention? When they're just scrimmaging, you can't see those kind of fine details, the little details that matter the most. Now, when I do that, I can see how a player trains, which is very important to me because for somebody that offers, which I do, five training sessions per week, I need to see that the player is committed to coming to training, that the parent is committed to coming to training. You're going to get that by giving the experience of what a tryout would look like through training. So I need to gauge if a player is actually interested in training. And this will tell you by doing your tryouts like this or going to a tryout like this, this will tell you a lot about players that you have or about your child if you're a parent listening to this. Are they actually serious or are they goofing off? So let me give you a little bit more numbers based because we're Americans and we like numbers. In my program, they're going to have about 15 practices to one game. And that means five practices a week. That's three weeks before they're going to have a game. I'm not, I'm not counting scrimmages. I'm, I'm talking just when we play games. And um, so I need to see how they interact, how they train, how they play during these sessions. How do they react to individuals around them? How do they interact at water breaks? Are they get, are they running over to grab their water? Or are they laughing and giggling halfway down and then coming back? Because that kind of stuff doesn't fly at my sessions. Are they paying attention when I'm having a conversation with the group? Or are they sitting there again laughing and giggling? Those kind of things aren't acceptable for me. But don't worry, we scrimmage. We have scrimmages, for sure. We need to see how the players play. But I need to see how these players train. Now... The reason why is if you're going to reach the highest level of the game, you have to love the process of training because training is where you actually get better. The games are where you implement the things that you're training and then you get, you get that, what we call a live bullet. You get the live bullet of the game to see what the game is actually like. So if you don't love training, you're not going to be a pro. Now, let me, let me flip the perspective for you the other way. So let's think about it from a player and parent perspective, right? I've heard a lot of people complain, well, we went to these tryouts and uh, all they did was scrimmage. Okay, yeah, that's, that's typical across the American mentality of youth soccer, right? That, that's typical. Now, from a parent and player perspective, hopefully when you're seeing that, you are running away, which is why I gave the title of this episode, Run Away If You See This at a Club Tryout. So if you see clubs that are just doing, you know, a quick introduction, getting the kids separated into groups, put in pennies, do a quick warm-up, maybe it's a dynamic warm-up, passing circuit, whatever, and then scrimmaging the rest of practice, run away. As fast as you can. Get out. And the reason why is, think about it. They're not putting effort in to evaluate you as an actual player. They're not showing interest in you. They're just watching you scrimmage. And it's usually at club tryouts, who can dribble the best? Who's the best ball hog? Who can dribble four players and then score? I see it all the time. You know how many tryouts I've seen with that happening? Coaches don't stop and, and get the players to focus on what they want. 
They're just identifying players and they're going to put them in Team 1, Team 2, Team 3. They're not showing you what you're going to get. What, what training's going to look like. So from your perspective as a player, you should be going to a training, or a tryout rather, and looking for certain criteria. Right? So let me, let me run you through this. And I kind of mentioned it from the other way. They should have an in, open introduction meeting with everybody, or at least by groups, right? By age groups. Introduce the person that you're going to work with, things like that. Some ideas about the club or the, or the coach's philosophy, right? So you get a better idea. They should have a warm-up for sure, depending on the age group is going to vary. They should have some sort of technical training, right? A club that's actually serious is going to offer you that. They should have some sort of small game scenario, like 1v1, 2v1, 2v2, things like that. And again, it, it varies by numbers, right? So you're going to have to play with it. And then some sort of scrimmage. I think it's pretty consistent across the board. And then you get to kind of see the ideas of what a coach is going to deliver for their practices. And maybe the club philosophy of how they're going to play. If they're just going out there and throwing some cones down, putting pennies on you, doing a quick warm-up, and then you're going out and playing, what are you noticing from that? I hope you're noticing is that they're not actually interested in you. You're just a number. You're a dollar sign to them. By just having you go out and do that, it's a dollar sign. The coach is being paid to be there to help put you on team A, team B, team C. And then he moves on with his day. And then at the next season, he's got his team and he runs with it. So, again, use my checklist that I gave you from the last thing where I discussed about the DA. Right? I said, you need to have these six things in your checklist. If you're serious about your development, five training sessions per week, the club should offer you this. High-level competition consistently. Every month, you're getting high-level competition. The yearly objectives, so you know actually what you're going to learn. And you can gauge the club on if they're delivering that or not. Feedback every month, so you know what you're doing well and what you need to work on. Report cards, like school, that you get graded on so you can see how you're actually developing based on the club's criteria. And then one-on-one meetings, so that way you're you know getting that face time with your coach and getting their insight. Right? That should be... What a club should offer you at the beginning. If, if they're serious about your development and reaching the highest level, like the DA said, we're going to develop world-class players. Those six things need to be on this checklist from a standard general standpoint. If it's not, run. If the club is just doing, just doing scrimmages, run. This is my warning to you. If you see those things happening or they're not being delivered, Run. Go find a different organization that might actually show some sort of insight into caring about you. And the reason why is, I want you to think about it this way. Right? This is another episode I'm going to dive into, but I want to give you a little bit of insight into this. Now, in our country, in the United States, we're a capitalistic country. Now, there's really two types of organizations, if you think about it. There's for-profit... And there's non-profit. So a lot of clubs are for-profit. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with this. I'm just trying to give you insight. So for-profit organizations in general, whether they're a soccer club or not, their objective is to make as much money as possible. That's what a for-profit organization in general, you look at a normal company. They're creating products to generate as much revenue and profit as possible. 
Same thing as they have a service. They're trying to generate as much as possible. Soccer is a service. So clubs that are for profit, they're operating to make as much money as possible. Now, there are clubs for sure that are for profit that can do the right thing. Europe is a great example. Clubs that are for profit, Manchester United, Arsenal, Man City. These are for profit clubs, just as examples, that do the right thing. That are able to develop world-class players that go on and play in the Champions League week in, week out. Marcus Rashford, Phil Foden, Jadon Sancho. Players like that go on to reach the highest level of the game. But in this country, clubs are not delivering that. So I'm giving you now what you need to know when it comes to a club tryout, how to be evaluated. And what you need to look for because yes... At the same time that clubs are identifying you, you are identifying and evaluating clubs the same way. It's a process that goes back and forth. It's a give and take. Because you need to evaluate what works best for you. You might go to four club tryouts and hate three of them. And then you select the one that works best for you and you get an offer from all four, for example. So those are the things that you need to keep in mind when we're discussing tryouts. And if you're missing those things... Those elements that I'm discussing, run. Go find a different club. Especially if we're talking about youth, they need to be working on the fundamentals of technical, tactical, and mental. If they're not, run. That's my advice to you. Hopefully you take it and you heed my warning as once this COVID-19 situation relaxes and tryouts reopen, you take this information And you move forward in a positive direction. Because I'm telling you if you don't, you're going to be stuck in the same vicious cycle that this country has allowed for 30, 40 years. Hopefully we can start bringing change. And there's a lot of things that look like are going in the right direction, but only time will tell. I will see you in the next episode. Hey guys, I absolutely love that you're checking out and listening to the podcast. And I only have one ask quickly, and that would be if you could please share this podcast with somebody else that you maybe know that is going through the system or struggling to navigate it from the youth soccer perspective. And that would mean the absolute world to me because as you know, I don't sell anything through the podcast and I don't have any sponsorships. And the more people that I can help, that is my overall objective. So I would absolutely love if you could share this with somebody Take the five seconds to do so by sending it through social media or WhatsApp or whatever way that you like to share content. And I will make sure that I continue to deliver valuable and insightful content for you.